Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. How do you accidentally expose someone to radiation? You carry the radiation probably in a non-safe container and you accidentally... You give them an x-ray and don't... You don't protect them (laughs) or you don't... You you guys find it weird like people when you're getting like your... uh, Like your teeth x-rayed or something? Yeah, that they they put on the the leg. Yes, and I'm just like... Someone who uh, has been going to the dentist for like a little over a year on the cuttings consistent basis yes they don't do that <laughs> why why is that speaking of being unprotected hello guys how are you doing today uh, i am white owl why are you talking like that <laughs> because i'm already recording what do you mean why am i talking about <laughs> no, she's saying why are you talking like that i don't know it's the way I was <laughs> okay well don't introduce yourselves um, <laughs> it's pandora okay <laughs> it, it's hoffman it hops so, NASA's uh, scientists successfully have revived bacteria that has been encased in the frozen pond in Alaska for the last 32,000 years. Uh, this, is some, this is some kind of concern to some people in the scientific world, uh, and it's only because are we protected still against some of these uh, bacteria and some of these viruses? That no, because we haven't dealt with some e- of them. Exactly. Ever. So we were due for we, a pandemic. It's about I mean, that time again. <laughs> when was the last time we had like a really nice big pandemic? The bubonic, bubonic plague. plague. Was that like you know half the people on Earth died? And when, how long ago was that? Five six hundred years ago. So we still got a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. But okay. It comes in cycles, man. <laughs> I mean, who's to say? I'm not a doctor. I mean, there's smallpox, and who knows what else could be out there. Anthrax. What's with all these like recent scares of anthrax? Well, people? there's more. There, NASA's been fucking around with a lot of things. So there's another, uh, uh, what is it like microbes that they've discovered, and it's it goes back about ten to fifty thousand years ago, that were found inside a crystal in a Mexican mine, and so they've been kind of trying to see if they can revive this virus. Why are they messing with viruses now? Like, why are you... Because weapon Why are you, weapon- why are you, why are you fucking <laughs> with things like that? Because they're bored and they have nothing better to do. And maybe they want to control population. That's all my thing. They want to control the population. I mean... That That's why sense. nobody's doing anything about global warming. Because well, if you f- just let it yeah. run its course, then everybody's going to get wiped out anyway. Well, this particular um, bacteria that they found in Mexico, they've been messing with it and somehow it's become resistant to like 18, 18 different types of antibiotics. <laughs> the super bug. So it's become the a super bug. super bug. Uh, so um, they, they've been doing all kinds of study with it. Uh, the last uh, The last time they came up with a publication was back in uh, 2016 but some of this uh, you know experiments have been going on for a while now uh, so they've been messing with a lot of this stuff uh, they've even been messing with like different um, earthworms with southern disease of malaria I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that uh, but then it looks like they're I mean it, to me it just sounds like they're just messing with a lot of this stuff but because of the climate change, a lot of these stuff that they've been finding have been unearthed, so to speak. And it's something that's new, and they're messing with it, and they're trying to figure it out. Maybe it's just as a weapon, right? I mean, one could say so. I mean, you have to be ahead of the game, too, because if stuff gets released again that either we haven't dealt with in a while or ever. Yeah. 
then we need to have something to be able to fight it. Otherwise, we're in for, like, a lot of trouble. Yeah. I mean, diseases, viruses, bacteria, shit like that, if, if, I mean, if it does become a pandemic, whether it be a natural event or somebody weaponizes it from, like, a different country, that is definitely a concern and a problem. Right? It's bound to happen either way. It's bound to happen. <laughs> so nonchalant about it. Like, eh. Um, people are going to live and die. Um, what else can we do? I mean, prep, there's better there's, ways to go than, like, bubonic plague, I'm sure. Speaking of weaponizing, MKUltra, our topic for today. Um, the very experiments that the CIA was involved, which is a lot, which I didn't realize how much. Like, I knew they fucked with a lot of things. I didn't know they just fucked with a lot of things. <laughs> uh, and so, MK Ultra is like probably one of the biggest names that, as far as like projects are concerned, with the CIA. There's definitely an episode on this that we talked about in a previous uh, episode, and we pretty we go in depth of what MK Ultra is, but we've never gone in depth into some of the sub projects that come up, that came about. Uh, and Hoffman, you discovered well. I mean, I guess you knew about this, but of some of the stuff that the CIA, so to speak, inherited experiments. Well, there was a lot of things after uh, World War II that the U.S. actually like, took in, like uh-huh. uh, Project Paperclip, where they took a uh, Nazi scientist and they integrated them into our like space program. Right. So Einstein, uh, what's the guy from NASA, Ron, Von Braun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took their biggest geniuses and pretty much let them get into our programs and bump them up. Right. Uh, and one of the things that I came across was uh, Unit 731, which was uh, Japanese um, experiments that were done on humans, pretty much. Right. So if anything that you can think of that they could do to a human body... They did. They burned them. They drowned them. They exposed them to diseases, high pressure, radiation, uh, biological, anything. And they recorded all of this. And when uh, the Japanese surrendered at the end of World War II, they handed all this information to the U.S. And I can see... Like connections between some of the projects that we see in MK Ultra and uh, Unit Seven Thirty One. Right. I mean, uh, we'll get into. Um, I think the funniest one was uh, <laughs> the funniest one. All right. Okay. Let's lead with that. Operation Midnight Climax. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was like the that was pretty. That was interesting. It's exactly what it sounds like. Just to say the least, yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, if you've been on Netflix recently, there was uh, Wormwood, which is actually about MKUltra. Did you you watch it at all? No. No? No. No, it's about uh, one of the experimenters that went completely wrong, but you have to watch it to to get into it. uh, I won't ruin it. What's the show called? Uh, Wormwood. Wormwood? Wormwood? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hold Interesting. Yeah. But I digress. I'll let, let you continue because that. <laughs> so, MKUltra. Um, so, a lot of the experiments that came about, uh, like Hoffman said, uh, Operation Midnight Climax. That was a, that was a very interesting one uh, for sure. Uh, they had different areas where they did this. Um, San Francisco, uh, Marine County, which is in California. Uh, and New York City. So with some of the stuff and most of the stuff that the CIA did, a lot of it was biological and some of it was chemical, like LSD, right? Uh, They studied the effects of that. And so with that one, uh, they used prostitutes on that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, These prostitutes were on payroll. And so they would use the... They were studying the, the effects of LSD with unconsenting people, I yeah. Guess. I mean, they were consenting to the prostitutes, pros- but, but that's about it. The drug. They didn't know that they were being watched during 
you know, whatever yeah. was happening uh, in a safe house. A lot of these were done in these like safe houses. And so these safe houses had these mirrors, I guess, in the rooms. And there were like double the one way mirrors, the one way mirrors where they were watching and they would take notes. Take I assume, or, <laughs> um, and they were just, I guess, trying to see if they were. You know what? What were the effects, and what they can do with the uh, with the person that they're trying to lure? And so a lot of this ended up in like sexual blackmail. Uh, they, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know it sounds weird, right? Uh, then they did a lot of sur- they they went into surveillance uh, surveillance uh, techniques that developed out of that, I guess. And they then expanded into restaurants, bars. And the beaches, which is weird, it was just beaches. It's gotta suck, dude. That, Tripping out on the beach. Uh, yes. Tripping out while you're eating. Yes. I know. I mean, you're at a restaurant, and all of a sudden, you're like, you think you're having some kind of like food poisoning or something, <laughs> or you don't know what's going on. You're having something a stroke. I think oh the seafood God. was you bad. Start, <laughs> yeah, you start. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's any like stories out there. You know, maybe. You know, somebody collecting stories of like what could be maybe <laughs> them tripping out at a restaurant during this time frame in those cities. You know what I mean? I mean, there has to be because if you, that's not like a delayed response, right? Like yeah. if you give somebody LSD, LSD stays in your uh, your system. You, also, you, that yeah, you can have like flashbacks like 30, 40 years back. <laughs> You're like, God I damn it, not again! Oh <laughs> gosh, shit. <laughs> I'm in for a ride. Uh, so, it, it, I don't know. It, it comes up to, like, did they even stop? <laughs> I mean, because if you think about it, and this is something Pandora kind of, like, brought up, and was, did they did they stop? Because you hear stories, I mean, and it could be, it could be, like, I don't know. Obviously, this is some, sh- you know, shit like this happens where people do get drugged at, a, like, bars or, or, or restaurants or whatever. A lot of times these are, like, women, right? And, you know, all this, like, weird shit that happens to them. Uh, but what if what if the CIA, like, continued on? They just renamed the project something more subtle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they were, like, roofing people. Mm-hmm. Like, very... Because this was... This was this particular project was also done to specifically target people to but see if they can later that whole gang stalking thing, right? Right. They were they would follow someone around, observing them, telling them little messages. Yeah. Just fucking with them. Yeah, kind of guiding them. Uh, in a way, this also kind of speared another different project, uh, Project Sixty Eight, uh, which was erasing the mind. And depattering people, and erasing also their memories, and reducing them to an infant state level, uh, which then they uh, would then the whoever the subject was would then be induced into a coma for like eighty eight days. Then then I guess they would bring this person out of a coma, and then they would shock. They use electroshock for weeks. And then they would have them listen to like messages, video, audio, everything, uh, to kind of develop another personality. This is the uh, Manchurian candidate, right? Yes, this yeah. is exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And so some of the, some of these test subjects weren't just adults; they were also children. Which unfortunately, um, there was sexual abuse that was um, done at, at the time of the, of this project. Uh, which is one of those things where, you know, these fucking projects, they, which shouldn't have gone. I mean, like, why would why would children be affected in that way? Like, why would they experiment on children? You I know think, what I mean? I like, think why? Because they're they're, they're more brain, malleable. Their brain, yeah. It's much easier to mold. I mean, like, can you imagine them a, growing up? I, yeah, from exactly. That. And which I read a lot of the experiments that the, not the CIA, but. Um, which we'll get into a different episode where the educational institutes kind of uh, conducted. Uh, these are professors of like several universities. Uh, there was one in particular, and I can't remember, and I'm pretty sure I'll have it on the next episode for you guys. But there was one case where they conducted an experiment on a child, and what ended up happening was 
They were trying to, I guess, what they would do, and I, I don't know if, if you guys heard, heard this uh, this project uh, or this test. It was, they would bring a, a bunny to the toddler, to the baby, and then they would bring a, a rat, right? Mm-hmm. And never, whenever they brought the rat in, they would play these, like, crazy loud noises, right? And it would scare the kid. And they were altered between the, the rabbit and this rat. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So the rabbit wasn't scary noises. No, but the rat was. But mm-hmm. they're both furry. So what this what ended up happening was they, they made this kid become very like nervous and anxious whenever even the rabbit would come in. So he would have the same effect that the rat was having yeah. with the rabbit. So he would freak out whenever, even if there was no more sound playing, even bringing the rat in, he would be affected by it. He He's would be like distressed mm-hmm. and have this dramatic experience. So every, so this ended up happening. Unfortunately, you know the 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 kid later passed away, um, not because of the experiment, but like later in life, as as he grew up as a toddler, he you know he passed away as a toddler. Um, many people suspect that he was still uh, other experiments, not just that one, but he was maybe introduced to other other stuff. Uh, which is, you know, what sucks is that you know something like this was done to a kid. Um, and so, but from what they can recall of, of of the parents saying that this kid was having these issues with a stuttering and nervousness whenever he would come in contact with something small and furry. And so, which is like, yo, you, you, Every you just, pet. yeah, exactly. I know Every everything a pet, kid so loves. You just, like, you just crippled this kid with like this bullshit of, like, you can't I, enjoy Easter anymore. No, like, I don't think you needed a, a fucking experiment to know that. Like, I think it would be to me. It just sounds logical that 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 would be the end result. It's like you beat a kid with the belt. It's gonna be scared of belts, yeah, or, or anything that looks like a belt. Yeah, you, as soon as like you. Put a belt on or pull it out. They're yeah. like, "Oh shit!" He's gonna freak out. He's gonna have flinch. That, yeah, he's gonna flinch. Um, or if you make any kind of emotion, emotion that resembles that of you whipping something out like a like a belt, it is it, gonna bring automatically that same stress, that same scenario is gonna come back into their mind. It's almost it's almost like PTSD for some people, in, in a format like if they if you were in a a terrible, you know, car crash. You're gonna more than likely later in life. You're gonna be more cautious when you drive. It, it, it's just there's the the correlation is there. You, you would know, hope. Um, it, well, you could go either way, um, but most of the time it's like they're safer drivers because they have that thing, or, or people who who got into an accident and across uh, and across uh, what do you call it intersection. intersection. Um, every time they go through an intersection. They're gonna have that. They're more precautious in that, um, which I know a few people that that have been in accidents like that. That are definitely more precautious when it comes to things like that. And so you know experiments like that. But there was one to kind of drift away from that type of experiment. There was other ones that were uh, that were a little bit different. That were more about you know the starting of other experiments like project chatter uh, did you hear about th- this one mm. this one later is something that the CIA picks up but this one actually started um, uh, actually with the uh, with the Navy and they were doing these experiments with true serum uh, this is back in 1947 they were testing drugs trying to see what would work better and when it came into interrogations uh, and this were conducted by like uh, they were also conducted to even use as a recruitment agent. Uh, so these people were drugged with a true serum, so to speak, and also they were tr- convinced to be recruited by the Navy. Hmm. So it was like suggestible, not so people. Yes, not just a true serum, but also like, hey, I think you should join the Navy. And okay. people would join. What about when it wears off? They're like, well, what am I doing here? Exactly. Well, I don't remember being this. <laughs> this uh, is very out of character. Uh, so it was, uh, I mean, one of the other things they were trying to do is also they were trying to ID a synthetic and also more like natural 
drug to use uh, for them to uh, to use for that for the truth serum. Uh, so there, there was one of those things where they they were just messing with. I guess like a chemical compound to see what would work better for as a true serum. But but from my understanding, most true serums don't actually work because tell this to these guys because they were fucking with it. Well, no, because it comes down to like su- suggestion, right? Yeah. When someone tells you, "Oh, you went here," and they keep reinforcing that, right? Your story starts to change, and then if you're under the influence of any sort of drug, right, it's easier. Yeah, it, you're easier. You become easier to more to manipulate because. Yeah. The effects, and not necessarily is it something that is honestly affecting you that way. It's just that the drug itself is targeting specifically certain parts of your mind to make you, I guess, in a in a in, in a way, a dumber and easy more to push. It's like I alcohol. mean, I, yeah, I was to say it's like alcohol. Like yeah. your people could be more uninhibited, so they say like what they to, feel, right? What they really think, so they're not as guarded. Yeah, exactly. So you become more easier to, and maybe even more suggestible. You know, yeah, that's because what you then do. You're, you're might, you might be more open to whatever is being suggested, right? In a way, I mean, yeah, say. I would think. Um, which brings me to Project Bluebird. Now, Project Bluebird was a. Uh, it's one of those projects that also led to different different things. And it was uh, to also deliberately create multiple personalities. Now, this is more true of the Manchurian candidate. This is more of that type of thing. Um, so what they would do is they would also use what uh, they learned in uh, Project 68. And then they would they introduce the same information to Bluebird. And so what it was is they were trying to create another personality and an individual by breaking them down as well. So this is something that most psychiatrists use during uh, during the uh, creation of this project, and this was the, conducted within the CIA, and this was to create uh, an identity. So they would ID an ID was created for this person, and then they would create these amnesia type barriers, so it would block out the identity. So you yourself, as the person you know, as who you are, would not be able to discover. This other personality that you have inside. Yeah, it's so, a fragmentation yeah, of like, personality. Exactly. And so this was a it was easier to manipulate and create something like that. You know, they they would create this ID and as you know, uh, Hoffman I'll talk about the uh, Manchurian. And what it is is it is to create a personality to then that personality would carry out a task, where it'd be assassination or some kind of mission of some sort, or something. You were supposed to do something. There was a task that you had to uh, conduct. And meanwhile, you could be like a totally normal person. Yes, and not with even a know normal that, office job. Yeah, no exactly. one would ever think that. You would just need and a trigger. You, you would have a trigger, whether it be a word, a video, or <laughs> a some bunny. Kind of phrase. <laughs> yeah. And so this is one of those things that it would create that. And so sometimes they would either a assimilate the actual uh, a mission, or they would actually actualize the mission. Uh, in other words, they would okay now you're a go go do whatever it is that we train you to do, and then you would go and do it. And some of these people wouldn't even remember that this is something they did that they went on a mission that they went to deliver something or something like that it kind of makes you think that um you know what what other things that have been in the news you know whether it be as of recent or years ago could be anything yeah it could be anything you know uh to go and do some kind of like whether it be a war crime or you know they made you go rob a liquor store who the fuck knows yeah and then everybody's being interviewed like oh they weren't like that at all exactly. like i can't believe they would do right? something yeah, like that yeah. and it makes you wonder yeah it, no yeah it does make you wonder if 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 any of these people were even affected because sometimes these people were saying well i don't remember um i felt kind of blacked out and all i remember is i was holding a gun and and this happened or you know i was stealing this thing and all i remember was you know being back in my room like there's these weird stories of people having blackouts 
And it kind of, you know, you think about, like, other people with these type of uh, situations where they've had, like, these blackouts, right? And so it's one of those projects that, like, again, like I said, Project Bluebird led to other things, which gave the birth of Project Artichoke, which is another mind control type of thing. Um, now, with Project Artichoke was also a more of a, a mind control type uh, project. Now, the goal was to figure out if a person can be made to perform an act which would be a, an assassination, which is any person, any person that they can pick where they would be easily conducted to this, which would the difference between Artichoke and Bluebird was can a person be easily made to do a, a task much faster than in, in Bluebird? Like, w was it how possible was it? Whether it be hypnosis, which was one of the things they try to do, a force morphine addiction, um, I withdrawals, LSD, cocaine, yeah, and a lot of the stuff. Peyote. Was, <laughs> they yeah, tried everything. <laughs> no, yeah, they did. They tried anything that they could to see if any of those agents would be able to use in order to manipulate a person at any time or any person at all, actually, and some of the. And it wasn't this project wasn't just conducted by the CIA. There was a lot of participants that were interested in this type of project. This included the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and the FBI. And so they were all trying to figure out if this was able, if this was possible uh, to conduct uh, anywhere. So this is also something that was conducted here in the U.S. in-house and overseas. Uh, now, of course, we don't know how many times they actually tried uh, to perform this type of project or procedure um, within in, within this country and overseas. Jesus. They kept a guy on LSD for 77 days. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's a trip, man. Like, you're... You're not coming back from that. No. That, you're that's fried. a lot of LSD. Oh, my God. Well, that's the one they saw as more promising was LSD. Yeah, LSD became a little bit more of a promising But I'm like, agent. after being on LSD for 77 days, can you do anything at all? <laughs> like, can, Jesus can, Christ. Can you, like, roll over? I know, right? Like, like basic. I don't tasks. think you're carrying anything out, much less an assassination. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even a lot less than that. I mean, what, what, are the, what are the odds of you being able to successfully perform a task like that? Where precision is something that's like crucial to your mission. Like, oh no, I shot everything except the person I was supposed uh, to kill. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you guys read that there were 149 sub projects? There's a lot of projects. Yeah, there's so, so much. I was only able to like go through whatever I can, I, wherever I could, and what. Um, one of the other big projects that I found, I don't know if you guys read it, was Project uh, QK Hilltop. Uh, this is uh, was created to study uh, some of the Chinese brainwash techniques, and this was to develop more effective me methods for interrogation. Uh, most of the experiments were performed by Cornell University uh, Medical School of Human uh, Ecology. Ecology? Ecology. I heard about this one um, under the direction yeah, like, of Dr. <laughs> World's Wolf. Yeah, this was like, they use imprisonment, uh, deprivation, humiliation, torture, brainwash by any means. Um, they tried to use a lot of these methods on these individuals to see if they were able to be easily manipulated. Um, and so this is like some deep shit that they were using. And a lot of people were interested. And when I mean a lot of people, I mean a lot of the government agents were pretty interested in trying to do this. Because, I mean, given the time frame that this is, it's uh, right before, it's before the, the, the Cold War and it's after World War Two, So a lot of, a lot of this uh, experiments that the government thought it was crucial for, as far as intelligence is concerned, to figure out just in case to to be ahead of the curve for any potential um, government overthrown kind of a thing or another war or an assassination attempt, and they wanted to prepare. I, the way I see it is they wanted to prepare to counter strike before 
something could ever happen in the U.S. Just take out your enemies. Right. You just implant bacteria and <laughs> Yeah, but like some of the things that uh, Pandora, you, you found some weird stuff with um, when it came to some of the surveillance stuff, right? You found... Oh, the acoustic kitty. Acoustic kitty, yeah. Well, tell us, <laughs> tell us, tell us oh, what that was about. Poor kitty. Yeah. <laughs> so that didn't last very long. But what they were doing was they like surgically implanted cats with like microphones and wiring and even batteries, and they were supposed to be used for like espionage purposes against the Kremlin. <laughs> like the first, the first cat they sent out got hit by a car, and I think they decided it wasn't very reliable. Of but it was basically like ridiculous animal right. abuse. Who like, can train a cat? I, exactly. What, yeah. Like, what, no was, what was the CIA thinking? Or well, what, who the fuck? Knows? Like, who was in charge of that? Hey, let's. I have this idea. I don't know if it's gonna work, guys. Let's use an animal and let's put like shit in it. And I, I think the the their assumption was that it's inconspicuous. It's a cat. There's it's a cat. It's very agile. Everywhere. You know, yes. it can jump it like just, into a window or something. No one's gonna notice right, it. Right, but you can't fucking control a cat exactly oh, yeah. be part of this conversation and it what if you, look, my, yes. I can only think of like you're in the surveillance van and you're fucking hearing parts of conversation in and out and then well I think they were they, they didn't just you know I mean? implant them with the stuff they were trying to train them with like with holding food and stuff too so it was kind of messed up yeah this is this is bad. This is bad planning of the CIA. I, if I was in charge, I would have been like, "Get the fuck out!" They had funding, stupid. right? That's all they were going for. Yeah, was for there was, funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody if, was getting paid. Someone was getting paid. If if I was the researcher, I'd be like, "Hey, I have this idea," and then just be like, "Yeah, we tried it. And it's not working." But thanks for the money. You know what it could have been? What they were like getting into their own drugs. Okay, man, I have a really good idea. I think they were absolutely getting into their own supply. Bob, are you on that listening right now? What? No. Well, I think I read that like one of the guys that was behind the the Operation Midnight Climax, like he right. was always like having martinis <laughs> during fuck? like on the other side of the mirror. So it was like everybody was just on something. He was that, like, he was that creepy guy. Hey, man. He like would, a martini? Jerry's, Jerry's like right on the window again, and he's drinking martinis. And breathing shit. heavily on the window. He's being real <laughs> heavy. Keeps getting foggy it's, there. It's really voyeuristic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. At the end of the day, I think just, these guys are just fucking like a bunch of pervs. They were drug they were, dealers. Um, yeah. They were drug dealers and pervs. Because, <laughs> you I mean, you think about like the CIA working on shit, like, and I'm kind of going to go off task here, off, off topic, but you... you some of the stuff that the CIA was doing and conducting with like the cocaine shit, like with uh, mm-hmm. the Colombians. Um, well, they were trying to destabilize the country. Yes, but they were they were still dealing cocaine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you were still a drug dealer. It's uh, like an amoral organization, honestly. Yeah, yeah just, exactly. Whatever gets the job done, like I don't think they give a fuck. They, no, yeah, no fucks were given. It's um, <laughs> still no fucks are still. Yeah, given. they're. Never gave any. Not going to give any <laughs> anytime soon. Start. It's about misinformation. It's, it's all misinformation. Um, and so, so what were the other stuff that, that you found? I know you found something that, and for a lot of the fans that, that listen to us that know about Stranger Things, this is something that oh, yeah. you found that, um, <laughs> that was kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> really trying to get in. Conspiracy puppy. <laughs> conspiracy puppies. Um, something that inspired uh, Stranger Things, right? So it's it's loosely inspired by stuff like exactly what we're talking about, which is like the whole MK Ultra stuff. Right. If you remember, like season one, where they kind of first introduced Eleven, when it was good, but yeah, when it was good, when they're doing experiments on them, yeah, so they, yeah. they show with all those different wires hooked up to her head, right. and um, so they, it's kind of inspired by those 1950s, 1960s experiments. Where they were subjecting patients to treatments with like electroshocks and the drugs, and then even long periods of chemically induced sleep. So, um, with Stranger Things, it most closely resembles something that's actually wasn't CIA. It was, um, I think it was the Army, but it was the uh, Stargate Project. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Montauk. Yeah. yeah, so that one was. Um, for like the remote viewing, because you know how they always show her kind of like viewing stuff or nosebleed. yeah, with the, she gets the nosebleed <laughs> and all that. Um, 
She probably has a cancer. <laughs> right by now, well, yeah, all bold. the radiation just, stuff. Well, I mean, no, but like, like as the character's concerned, <laughs> it prob- probably has cancer. <laughs> it probably has cancer. There's like there's a scene where they tell her to try to kill a cat with her mind, right? Yeah, I yeah. think. It's so it's like anything with like telekinetic or remote viewing. Yeah. I guess it's also kind of like that uh, book and movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh, that was uh, a good. That was a good movie. Because that one's kind of parallel with the Stargate experiments too, as far as like yeah, using your mind to be able to kill something. Or stop its heart. Yeah. The remote remote viewing, <laughs> I think, and um, it's pretty. It's it's probably one of the most interesting things that they actually conducted. Um, that seemed reasonable to me. You know what I mean? It's like okay, that's real projection. No like, cats that's were pretty harmed. Cool. Like no, you didn't like violated some people's rights by like you know introducing them to LSD without even fucking knowing. You know what I mean? Well, you're on a date they... and then you're at a bar or a restaurant and you're fucking next thing you know you're tripping balls. You pro- you're probably your date went to shit and then because you're, you're on permanently LSD, fried like <laughs> they ruined your life. They ruined your life. You know, probably what, you know they ruined some lives. I mean, you think about it. What if something like that happened? Like this prominent kid from like you know uh, I don't know one of, one of the colleges there, Trent Balls. He could have probably like done something with his life, and the next you know he's just some bum. And well, yeah, it makes you it makes you wonder like how many of like those older homeless people, yes, like veterans and stuff. Yeah, you know, a lot of them are talking about it. Like if you actually talk to any of them, they start talking or, like their their minds are completely gone. Yeah, but they yeah. say like, oh, they experimented on me, the CIA. You're like, no, dude, you're just crazy. You're really crazy. But are the they? Well, think about when they were you know alive yes. and and active in certain roles like yeah. with the military. Makes sense. Yeah, man, they got fucked with bad. Well, like the there was this guy that uh, my family used to know that he fought in Vietnam, and he was saying, you know, like it was really hard to deal with some of the stuff they had to deal. You know, just like part of war. So right. a lot of them were taking like heavy ass drugs, and it was almost encouraged because yeah, like you just couldn't deal with the shit that was happening. You, you couldn't muster up the the courage to like go out there and face some of the stuff you had to face and shoot people. Yeah. You had to go fucking And what people. you're seeing too. Yeah, exactly. It, it this honestly this this reminds me of and again this is a little bit off topic but uh, it, it's sort of in relation and parallels but like in in Mexico, right? When people get recruited to join any of the narco Clubs, yeah, clubs, um, is that what you call cartels, cartels? <laughs> clubs, cartels. country clubs. You know, um, <laughs> I, I call them clubs. People call them cartels. Anyways, when right before they go and kill a bunch of innocent people, or they're about to go and possibly kill people that you know may not have nothing to do with the, their empire or, or their world. Uh, a lot of them do cocaine before they go out there. You have just to get pumped up. You know, they really don't want to do it, but they have to because that's what they got hired for and that's what they're getting paid for. Dissociation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're trying to dissociate from what's happening. So later on, it's like something that they're not completely phased by it. Yeah. But later on, it it does haunt you. Like if, you know, you hear any any of the documentaries, um, you know, some some of those people, they don't sleep. You know, they have these nightmares of the shit they did. All the shit done. they did, yeah. yeah. Well, don't they do that with uh, the uh, children, soldiers in, like, uh, the Congo? In the Congo, yeah. Where they abduct a bunch of children and then they just drug them up, they, give them a gun. Yeah, they drug them up of. And have them kill people. Opium, crack cocaine, and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, it's definitely something. So this is not that exclusive to the CIA. This yeah. is not, <laughs> not at all. But, it, but it's it's something that's been obviously the CIA either whether they spurred it or they watched and they said, "Hey, this is something that we can use." And you might have just perfected it. Yeah. And then other countries figured it out, and they're also doing it now. <sighs> Sounds like we took a lot of inspiration from other countries too. 
It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I figured that it's definitely um, something that's kind of like spurred uh, other experiments. And then each experiment has spurred other experiments. Um, I know by some of the docs that I'm reading, they definitely try to use some of the LSD to try to see if if one is captured and submitted under a polygraph, can they pass a polygraph type of type of thing? Um, you know, and and can they get away with with being tested or being captured somewhere else? You know what I mean? Uh, so like, they're it's one of those things where they're trying to see, okay, if 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 this happens, you know, you get captured. How easy is it to flip that personality back? And you hear the person talking, you're like, okay, yeah, this person's not this other person that we're looking for. Well, they're obviously medicated, so they're not reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sort of situation. I don't know, man. It, it's really unfortunate that our country did this. Yeah. But I can see some some positivity out of it. For example, <laughs> it's like go on. I mean, do you think that they would re uh, resubmit these experiments, do them all over again? How do we know we're not? How do we know we're not? Honestly, how we? How, yeah, how do we know it's not con- concluded? How how do we know it's not? Because during your research, you saw that they renamed. It went from MK MK Ultra to MK Often or something like that. Then they. MK that was like the occult yeah like it, it went to like different MK projects under different names and it continued MK on MK Naomi was another one yeah it, it continued on from like different names so like what if it went from MK to something different now you know so they declassified all this obviously yes. we know about it but it's like only because it was declassified but who's to say that they're not conducting these same experiments under a different name something completely different or maybe they're doing it in different countries or or yeah even so yeah even in different countries where a liability doesn't it's not really apply to them right and yeah because artichoke they had in europe japan asia like southeast asia and philippines so right. i mean of course we have stuff like guantanamo bay still like yes. anything like that i mean how do we well, know not just that i mean we have con- we, we're, we're, Prisons, in, we're in a lot of countries where we have bases yeah. We have military bases. And who's to say that because of diplomacy that we don't have some kind of sanction of some sort or some kind of like behind the uh, behind the, the veil type of thing where, hey, you know, this country is going to allow us to do this type of experiment as long as we pay their government X amount. You know what I mean? I hate to say this too, but like with the all the people coming over across the border. Right. Some of those kids that have gone missing. Right. I mean, that's like a pool of people they can tap into for weird stuff like this mm-hmm. that people oh, yeah. aren't going to be able to find yeah. or miss, you know, like. Exist. Because they don't. Yeah. Yes, because they technically don't exist. They don't exist yeah. in our systems. So. Yeah. So we, what's we somebody know. like, you know, thousands of miles away going to do about it? Because they can just say, as far as family, well, you know, we don't know who this person is. We don't know what we happened have, to them. We're, they're not on they're not on any kind of database. They could have died in a desert or maybe they went back or um, who. I mean, it's one of those like, well, who's to say where, where mm-hmm. they're at, you know? Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, at the end of the day, I think the CIA conducted a lot of experiments whether it be, one could say it was for the safety of of the U.S. and to conduct these experiments in order to use them as counterintelligent tools. Um, but at, at the same time, you mess with people who had no idea that you were doing these experiments. Um, what did you find there? Did you guys hear about uh, Project Plebis? Uh, say yes. It was uh, random uh, arcade games that showed up because I mean ar- arcades were huge in the right in the eighties. Right. That's something that you still see in uh, what call it from like Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this particular thing was set up in random um, arcades, and kids that were playing were being watched by like 
men. Like random men or for what purposes? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was it was thought to be like a a recruiting tool. Like, so like which kid's gonna kick ass at this game? Yeah, and let's target this kid. He's really good at this game. Yeah, because it's similar to some of the stuff. And then uh, it sort of just disappeared. Like this, the games were there. This was back in the seventies. In the early eighties, eighty one. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... these, I remember seeing something on Reddit of all places, right? Um, <laughs> that people... There were there was somebody asking people if they remember playing this specific game. Because there was a specific game, right? Mm-hmm. That was utilized for this. Um, some people say that they remember seeing it in arcades. Um, like convenience stores or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think if you search it on Reddit, you'll be able to find it. Um, of people... Talking about this type of stuff. Probably yeah, another recruiting yeah. tool that was more recent that we've talked about before was uh, Cicadia uh, 3301. Oh, yeah. 3301, yes. Yeah. It sounds like a uh, course you take in college. <laughs> <laughs> it's an advanced course. It's an advanced course, not for... Yeah, I mean, I, I can basic. see where you guys get like the idea that it's still going on. Yeah. I mean, Maybe the CIA not, still exists. Yes. We, yeah. What do we really know? Why wouldn't they stop and why wouldn't they use some of the other recruitment methods? Uh, because sometimes hackers get caught and they get recruited by the CIA instead and the FBI instead of going to jail. Like, hey, you're pretty good at fucking shit up. Like, really, <laughs> yeah, and they get paid really well. We can well. use that. <laughs> I mean, it's speak, not to, again, not to get uh, out, of, uh, out of the uh, topic here, off topic, but what happened and what's been happening in Florida? You know what's happening in Florida? Hackers keep hacking fucking different cities, holding their systems hostage, and making the city pay ransom. And two cities have already paid uh, ransom to pay... uh, It's like, what what do you call it? When you hack someone's... uh, A ransom? uh, One of those... A ransomware? Ransomware, yeah. Yeah. So, but these are like hackers, and they're using like Bitcoin. People, they have to pay. The city has to pay like through Bitcoin. Uh, it's because someone in their system opens an email. Some fucking idiot opened up an email. <laughs> they weren't supposed to. And now there's malicious software. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then you know, next thing you know, CIA is involved or FBI. And it's a matter of time before they get involved because it's they, two uh, cities. They thought that it was like a. Uh, China or uh, Russia that's doing it. It it might be. I mean, I haven't really... Because it's like the next front in warfare is cyber warfare. And ha- what's the best way to uh, like affect an entire country? Knock out their energy grid. Right. They can't communicate. Nothing the, can get done. The only other thing that I know that was part of the... Uh, um, part of the Russian thing was the voting system, and they found a hacker who was involved with the election stuff. Mm. Um, but as far as the hackings of those cities, like Lake City was one of them, and the city. Sounds <laughs> like a fake place. The, Lake City. No, this is real. Um, Lake City fired the employee after they paid the the ransom malware that may have opened that fucking email <laughs> and got them hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's what you get, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, uh, the mayor confirmed through TV20 an employee had been fired after the malware uh, on the city networks resulting in the ransom attack. So the city had actually had to pay uh, $460,000 in the ransom for the cyber attack through Bitcoin. And so the city then fired the employee. Uh, for that, it was something somewhere in the IT department. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you, you of all people, man. Yes, you of all people should know not to open those fucking emails. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, that's kind of fucked up. But you know, that's kind of shit. Yeah, you have to be aware of uh, these days. Um, what are yeah, your final thoughts on this uh, CIA uh, experiments? I really hope it's not going on today. I really do. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know if it like I can't see all of this still continuously going on you know like to the extent that we saw like 
after World War Two and all right. that. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're still doing something. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like there's something still going on. It might not even be CIA. It could be other agencies, oh, no, no, no. but other agents you are, know there's yes, still stuff like definitely. that going on. Oh yeah, but considering what the CIA has done, yeah. maybe to that ex- not that extent, but maybe other things, maybe not as harsh. But I'm pretty sure they're still conducting experiments. Like, I see it as a very, uh, what's the word, like, Machiavellian organization. Like, whatever it takes to get, he, their, to get the results. their goals and, right. and get the results that they want right. done. That's it what it takes. Yeah. Like, that's I, just how I they com- operate. I agree. I completely agree with that. That's fucked up. It's so fucked up. It is. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want off this planet. <laughs> As soon as those Tesla ships. I'll Whatever, like, you're probably part of an experiment on them too. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, um, yeah, it's possible. I mean, if you're if you're going into space, why not conduct an experiment on the people that are going into space, especially they're being exclu- secluded and such uh, confined compounds. You know, but definitely that'd be something worth to look into because you're putting all these people in limited space who's to say that one of them's not gonna go crazy and try to killing them I mean there's movies about this <laughs> what's that Jennifer Lawrence movie she wakes up on the ship oh we just saw that passengers? one passengers passengers yeah, yeah 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 what if he had it cause the, I, I, what are you using the plan well no because no, no, if, if, if they redid it uh, there's like a different cut of the movie from her point of view oh really yeah where she wakes up and there's like this creepy guy that's already awake. <laughs> I mean, and then she finds out that like he woke her up. It just makes it even weirder. Yeah. That's what I said. Like when that happened, I was like, this movie is fucked up. I did not expect that. And then it's, it's sorry almost... we spoiled it for like whoever hasn't oh, seen yeah, it. Oh yeah, spoiler alert. Um, it's been like three years. Yeah, You've just, you of had time. time. It's but your fault. I, 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 I'm thinking, does she then suffer from Stockholm syndrome? Uh... Does she have any other choice but to suffer from Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. I mean, at the that whole point, point was like she can't go back to sleep. At the end of the day, I was she was like. I guess I'll make out with this guy. <laughs> I can't wake anyone else up. Yeah. Look how fucked up that would that be? Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Well, what no, is? there was an option for one of them to go back to sleep. Oh, yeah. There and then they were thing. like, eh, we'll just stay awake. And th- exactly. And then that's what I'm thinking. Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Right? Maybe. Well, we'll leave you with that note. <laughs> <laughs> that went just a little off topic. We'll, but. we'll leave you with that note. And again, guys, uh, please share with your friends. Hit us, hit that like button and give us a good rating. And we'll see you on the next episode. Later. Bye. Oh, yeah, Patreon. Definitely. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs>